Blog Talk Radio. Listen, for those of you that are going through, for those of us that are waiting on His promise, understand God has not forgotten you. When times get tough, you got to look up to heaven and encourage yourself and say,
bless you. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We thank God for another Saturday afternoon. This day, the 14th of July, it's a blessing to be in the land of the living. You were listening to or are listening to Fred Hammond, Day That Wait. And certainly those are the words spoken to us, given to us, written by the prophet Isaiah when he said in the 40th chapter and the 31st verse, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Once again, this is Global Gospel. We are at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel. If you need to contact us by letter, you can contact us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, H-E-M-P-S-T-E-A-D, New York, 11550. You can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And we thank God today for all our listeners in the north, the south, the east, the west, those that are in Canada, those that are in Norway. Uh, wherever you are today, we thank God for you, and we pray God's blessings upon your life. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter um, 4, verse 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shall shine unto them. And certainly we are trying to reach the lost. And we thank God for those that are found. We want you to encourage somebody else to find Jesus. It is important in a day and time like this that we know who Christ is. It's important that we have him in our life. Uh, Matthew chapter 24 and 14 says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all of the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. And certainly we are living in in times. The end is not yet. But certainly if we look at uh, politics, if we, if we look at finance, if we look at our day-to-day activities in life, if we look at if we look at nature and if we look at volcanoes and earthquakes and storms, we know that Jesus is on his way back and it behooves us to be prepared and be ready when he comes. And how can we do that? By uh, accepting the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he lived and he died for our sins and he rose and he has all power in his hands. And all we have to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God for being here we want you, if you so desire, to call us in studio. This is how you can reach us. You can dial 619-924-0800. And we just want you to continue to tell all your family and friends. We are on Facebook, Global Gospel. We're on Twitter, Global Gospel. We're on Instagram, Global Gospel. So social media is out there, and if you find our page and like our page on Saturdays, all you have to do is click on the link. It's very easy to listen to our shows or our shows are archived. Today we will be sharing with you 
a special message to pursue and recover. And it seems so simple to tell anything you tell somebody, it's easier said than done sometimes. But what we have to do is what what we are given, we have to internalize it. And certainly internalizing something, if you know that you know that you know with all of your might and your, with all of your being, if then that becomes a part of you. And certainly it makes your load a little lighter. It makes your task a little easier. It makes your day a little brighter once you internalize what you have heard. And uh, it's more than just hearing the word, but we have to receive the word. We have to apply it to our lives and live thereby. So after this uh, break, this song, the song simply says, all of my life I will say yes, Lord. This is classic gospel music, Evangelist Beverly Glenn. All of my life I will say yes, Lord. Somebody needs to tell the Lord yes on today. Because he's given us 
his salvation. And salvation is free to all. All you have to do is receive it. Uh, this afternoon, I want to take a look at a passage of Scripture. You can find it in the book of First Samuel, chapter 30. And also we will look at the book of Philippians, chapter 3. First Samuel, chapter 30, beginning at the first verse. And it says, And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag had and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither, the ephod, and Apiathar brought hither, thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Bessor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which was so faint that they could not go over the brook to over the brook Bessor. And they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he did eat, and they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece, a cake of figs, and two clusters of raisins. And, and when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread, nor drunk any water, three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? And whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to the company? And he said, Swear unto me by God, that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me unto the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, 
eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even until the evening of the day. And there escaped not a man of them save four hundred young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. And David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before these other cattle and said, This is David's spoil. And David came to the two hundred men, which was so faint they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the brook Bessor. And they went forth to meet David and to meet the, the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to, to, save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren, which that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us and delivered the company that came against us into our hands. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. And it was so from that day forward that he made a statue and ordinance for Israel unto this day. And then David came to Ziklag. He sent of the spoil unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord to whom which were in Bethel, and them which were in South Ramoth, and to them which were in Jatir, and to them which were in Aroer, and to them which were in Sifmoth, and to them which were in Eshtemoah, and to them which were in Rachel, and to them which were in the cities of the Jeramelites, and to them which were in the cities of the Kenites, and to them which were in and to them which were in Choroshan, and to them which were in Athach, and to them which were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. Philippians, the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 12, 13, and 14, say, Not as though I had already attained, Neither were already perfect, but I follow after it, that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count myself to have not to I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. A very familiar passage of Scripture, both of those. Simply today, my topic this afternoon, pursue and recover. And we are all familiar 
with the movie uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. It uh, was starred by Will Smith, and he uh, plays the real-life person of Christopher uh, Gardner, a man that was down on his luck. He was homeless, uh, unemployed. He was trying to raise his son. His wife left him. He couldn't get a job. He slept here, there, everywhere, bathrooms, wherever he could sleep. But one day, his life turned around, and today he has a, a net worth of $63 million. And what, what a wonderful testimony of to what God can do and how uh, God can change our lives and turn things around for the better. And we are told, and the Bible tells us, that it's everything to give thanks, for this is the will of the Father in Christ Jesus concerning me. We need to know on this afternoon that man does not dictate or determine the road we travel, because God is the author and the finisher of our faith. Paul, Apostle Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gives the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. So I just want to encourage somebody to know on this afternoon that the devil may have meant it for evil, but God meant it for your good. Everybody, if we look around us, is in pursuit of something, pursuit of love, pursuit of marriage, pursuit of relationship. We are in pursuit of employment or better employment. We are in pursuit of housing, in pursuit of financing, in pursuit of cars. And somebody is in just pursuit of peace of mind. If you can just get your mind right, you feel like everything will be okay. And somebody may be pursuing a better or deeper relationship with God our Father, pursuing better health, pursuing your lifelong dreams, your goals, and your visions. But know on today that life sometimes is bittersweet. And the things, the people, the places, the goals we pursue sometimes bring us the greatest disappointment of our life. You see, what we want or what we think we want does not always line up with what we get. How we arrive at the solution to the problems we have in our life. Sometimes it costs us much more than we have or are willing to pay. It takes us longer to arrive than we anticipate. And we experience sometimes more valleys and pitfalls than we have mapped out or anticipated in life. But the good news is that whatever you're going through, God sees all, and he knows all, and he hears all. And the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. The good news is that after you have suffered a while, the God of all grace will perfect you and establish you and strengthen you and settle you. The songwriter said, never let life troubles get you down. When life troubles come your way, lift your hands up high and say, hallelujah, Anyhow, so certainly on this afternoon we can say hallelujah anyhow, no matter what's going on in our life. In the scripture, Paul tells us uh, the church at, he addresses the church at Philippi from a Roman jail. He wasn't in a beautiful or comfortable place when he sends this encouragement to us on today. And if we look at the 
the uh, Greco-Roman world that Paul uh, lived in and he wrote to, I would like to think that with all of his intelligence and his knowledge of God and people, I believe that he had to either be a sports fan or a great observer of sports. For sports were an important part of of his day as it is today where we watch, we follow basketball and football and baseball and golf and tennis and hockey. And and he tells the, these Philippians of the church at Philippi to press. And the Greek word for press is dioko. And the word is used to describe one that is in a race. And by definition, uh, if we were to define this press, it would be to pursue or to persecute or to run swiftly in order to catch some person or some thing or to run after, absolutely. It would, if we would look it up, it would, we would find it defined as to run swiftly in order to catch a person or a thing. To press on, if we were to use it figuratively, it would be as of one who in a race runs swiftly to reach the goal to seek after eagerly, earnestly, to endeavor or to acquire. First Corinthians, you can read it in your, in your spare time, chapter 9, verse 24 and 25 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. Run on this afternoon. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Don't look for things that can corrupt you or, or that can pass away, but look and build your things and hopes on things that are eternal. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, Wherefore we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. A runner or a jogger or, or a sports person doesn't carry, they don't wear heavy clothes, they don't carry luggage, they don't carry baggage because they need to be as light so nothing weighs them down. But there is more to it than that race. You see, the Greeks and the Romans didn't care much for team sports as we have our favorite teams, the Lakers, the Bulls, etc. Uh, but the, the Greeks and the Romans, uh, they had sports activities were one-on-one. -on -one. And the Greeks fought to honor not just the team, but it was to their gods to show off the beauty of their bodies and their, their physiques, physiques and their muscles and their strength. And the Romans on the other hand, would fight until blood came, until death came. And it was just a barbaric society. And sometimes the world that we live in, with all the violence and the gangs and the killings and the murder, it seems so barbaric. But be encouraged on today. And, and what am I saying to you as a, a believer and maybe not a believer or somebody that wants to get closer to God, that we are in a race. And not only is it just a regular race, but it, because of, of, of what goes along with the race, it is a battle. And we are not just in any battle, but we are in spiritual warfare. For the Bible declares we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So what do we need to know? We need to know that the battle is not ours, but it belongs to the Lord. And guess what? If you read on and if you read, if you if you skip over like you do in school when you're trying to uh, write a report and you don't want to read the whole thing or you don't have the time to read the whole book and you kind of read the first part of the chapter and you read the end part of the chapter, you read the first part of the book, you pick something out the middle, and then you read the end. But if you were to read the end of the Bible, you would find out that the devil is already defeated. So don't worry about what's going on today in your life, because at the end, we will see that God certainly is the victor, and he has power over the Satan, and he has power over the enemies in your life and my life. It is not surprising that even when we look at politics or presidential races or other races or political races, that not only are we looking for a winner, but it's actually a battle because the truth of the matter, whoever wins that race will change history forever, whether it's for the good If it's for bad, if it's for ugly, history is changed by people that are in office, that are people that are in position, people that are in high places, people that are in leadership. So we have to be mindful in a natural sense of who we put in position and in charge of us because the Bible does tell us to to obey them that have rule over you. But we have common sense too, and we know that if somebody's telling us to do something wrong, we don't do wrong. But my first point here, we are in a battle. And it's important that when we are in a battle, to stay focused in the battle. Stay connected to Jesus Christ in the battle. Don't give up while you're in the battle or in the race. Don't bow, don't buckle, don't bend. Don't quit, don't get discouraged, don't get down and out because a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. We have to press our way. After all, we are in pursuit of a prize and ultimately heaven is our goal. So we have to make up in our, our mind that we, while we are still in the land of the living and a Uh, Among the living in Genesis The Bible tells us that as long as the earth shall remain There shall be a seed time and a harvest And I don't know about uh, anybody else But I am looking for a harvest I'm looking that the Lord would bless me And bless you and bless others Because he said he'd bless us in the city Bless us in the field Bless us going in and coming out And, And those are the blessings of the Lord Which make it rich and add no sorrow with it, and because of God's word, it lets us know that we can be seated in heavenly places. And I just have a question, and that we should ask ourselves while we are on life's journey. What are you pursuing? What am I pursuing? Who are you pursuing? And why are you pursuing it? While you are pursuing, there are some things that you have to press through. Paul says, I have not attained, I'm not perfect, but I follow after it that I may apprehend. In other words, I am in pursuit of perfection. I am striving for perfection, or more like I'm reaching towards spiritual maturity. 
I'm building up my prayer life. I want to study more of God's word. I want a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ because he told us to be holy, for I am holy. Yes, you have some issues. Yes, you have some flaws. Yes, you have some shortcomings. But I'm forgetting those things which are behind, and I'm reaching forward. What is behind? Some habits, some addictions, maybe some envy, some jealousy and strife, the lust of the eye, maybe some lies that's behind you, some deceit, some deception, some character flaws. But I'm moving forward. That means I have to kill it before it kills me. I have a goal to make. I have a step to make. I have to make it in time. I have a race to run. And I have to, if I have to let some people go, so be it. If I have to let some places go, so be it. Because I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God. So now we know we are in pursuit. We are in a race. We're in a battle. And we have to press forward. What are we pressing toward? We are pressing to better health, better life, to prosperity. We're pressing on with our praise and with our, with our worship and with our relationship with God. I am in pursuit. And as we read the story of David in 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, David, we found out when he got to Ziglag, and it's a story in itself, he realized that everything was gone. And that's how we get to in life sometimes. If we start reflecting, we will realize that so many things are gone. So many people we have lost. So many things. And, and David realized that the, the their wives were gone. His wife was gone. Their children were gone. Families had been taken by the enemy. And, and um, what did he do? The first thing he did, he encouraged himself. And I encourage somebody on this afternoon, the first thing you need to do, is encourage yourself. And then what did he do after he got himself together? Sometimes you just have to get yourself together. You have to shake yourself and you have to wake yourself. He encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And you have to know who you are and who you are in God. And then he inquired of the Lord. That means he prayed. He talked to the Lord. It was a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And he asked two questions. The first question he asked, Shall I pursue after this troop? The second question he asked, shall I overtake them? And what did God do? God sent him an answer. And the trichotomy, a man that is that is, man is body, soul, and spirit. And somebody may say, well, I never heard God audibly. And you don't have to hear God audibly. But if he doesn't speak to you in the body audibly, the other part of you, your being, your soul and spirit, God will speak to you in your soul and spirit, or he'll speak to you in your body, and he'll send somebody else to uh, give you confirmation. You'll walk down the street and bump into somebody, and somebody will repeat the same words that God put in your spirit. Or you'll go to the other side of the town, you'll get in your car, you'll turn on the radio, you'll go home and turn on the TV, and you'll hear the same thing, because that means God is speaking to you. God answered him. He said, pursue for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. And that's what we're here today. We're here to pursue, and we're here to recover. And recovery is a process. And then we saw the process that David had to go through. He had to he had to meet somebody. He had to meet an Egyptian slave. He had to encourage them on the way. And he and some of his men got faint along the way. And things will happen to you while you're trying to recover. But but be encouraged that God has that. It's all a part of the plan. 
and somebody need, somebody here you may listening you you may be faced with a decision you may be faced with a question with the Lord but the answer to you is to pursue and recover all and you know what you say well you were, we're talking about David and Paul and that really doesn't work for me but uh, I can tell you about somebody or something that works for everybody uh David the root and the offspring of David which is Jesus the Christ and um he we can talk about him all day because he is the one who puts the press in press he's the one that puts the pursue in pursuit he's the stone that the builders rejected the fairest of 10,000 the lily of the valley the bright in the morning star he's the one that set the goal and he made the prize let's talk about Jesus more and more for in creation the Godhead said let us make man but then man sinned and the Bible declares that Jesus pursued how did he pursue he pushed his way through 42 generations and you may say you know what my family's been messed up we have some generational curses that nobody's ever seemed to get it right because perhaps there be generations of liars and generations of prostitutes generations of murderers but Isaiah saw him in this pursuit and he was coming from Eden in the pursuit he was treading the wine pressed alone Isaiah saw his pursuit he saw him despised and rejected of men a man of sorrow. He saw him in pursuit, and it said we esteemed him not. He saw Jesus in pursuit, stricken and smitten of God and afflicted, wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. John saw his pursuit, for John said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. As the only begotten of the Father, Pilate even saw the pursuit, and he washed his hands. But Jesus kept on pursuing from judgment hall to judgment hall. He pressed his way to Calvary, and Calvary settled it all. All excuses went on Calvary. All, all, all doubts were settled at Calvary. Everything went on the cross, and he was pursuing my salvation and your salvation. He who knew no sin took on the sins of the world. He took on sickness. He he pressed his way through clogged arteries and collapsed veins and, and handicaps. He pressed his way through cancer and diabetes and AIDS and, and, and tumors and sickle cell. He pressed his way through oppression and depression and blindness and lameness. He pressed his way through rejection and dejection. He pressed his way for you and for I. He pressed his way through death hell in the grave, but he pressed his way back to life, and he rose with all power in his hand, with victory. He pursued my victory, and he pursued your victory. So on today, on this afternoon, whatever your problem, whatever your situation, whatever your issue, forget about it. Press forward and pursue your goal. Pursue your life dreams. Pursue Christ Jesus. Pursue salvation. Pursue healing. Pursue deliverance and recover all. It's yours for the asking. The uh, hymn writer said, I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. So whatever 
you're going through on this afternoon. God simply wants you to pursue. And what do you do? You pursue and you recover all. And and sometimes it seems like you just can't uh, catch up with yourself, but it was a um, very important part of the scene, and it was it was only a few scenes in the movie um, Pursuit of Happiness um, where uh, the character that Will Pliss was playing, Will Smith was playing, Christopher Gardner, actually passed by Will Smith in a scene in the movie. So sometimes who you are and what you are currently and what you will be, it will it, it will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. And so all we have to do is wait on time because it, it has not, does not yet appear uh, what we shall be, but we shall be like him. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard all that God has in store for us. Lord, lift me up. Uh, Pastor Hezekiah Walker, Elder Kirby Brown. New heights I'm gained. Every day Still I'm praying As I am
we are uh, approaching uh, the end of our uh, Saturday afternoon show. You are listening to Global Gospel, which I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, today we are just encouraging the listeners to pursue and recover all. And certainly, whatever place you're in, God will, he will lift you up, for the Bible declares that every valley shall be exalted. So every low place has got to be uh, brought up to level. And um, certainly the Bible says that every crooked place God will make straight. So if there's some crooked places in your life, you should uh, certainly allow the Lord to straighten it out. Israel and New Breed says moving forward. And today we are pressing and moving forward. Uh, we don't have to look behind us. We don't have to worry about what already happened. But certainly look forward. Keep your eyes on the prize. Uh, there are great things ahead of us. And certainly if you look back, if you turn, you may miss something. You may run into something that you wouldn't otherwise run into. Move forward. You're a healer makes all things new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going back, moving ahead. We'll just declare to you, past is over.
serve a God that makes all things new. You're listening to Global Gospel, www.blogtalkradio.com, backslash global hyphen gospel. Tell your family, tell your friends. If you missed the first part, immediately following the show at 2 p.m., you can uh, listen in because all our shows are archived. Slim and the Supreme Angels, if I'm too high, Lord, please bring me down. And every now and then we have to check ourselves. So as we are pursuing and recovering, let's reminded, be reminded, old school said, if I'm too high, please bring me down. And old school is the right thing. As you go through the week, 
just remember that you are in pursuit, pursuit of happiness, pursuit of well-being, pursuit of Jesus Christ. Uh, we want to offer, and we are coming to a close of our 1 o'clock hour. It's almost 2 o'clock. Um, we have to leave until next time, until next week. If the Lord says the same, and we will have another lineup of the gospel for you. And it's always a blessing to be here. We just want to offer a word of prayer to our listeners before we leave And we want you to remember that Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today Brother Andre Crouch said it best Above him there's no other Jesus is the way <clears throat> Gracious God Our Father We thank you today For your loving kindness We thank you for your tender mercy We thank you God for your word Because in your word Is spirit and in life We pray Today that somebody was encouraged That somebody was healed That somebody was delivered That somebody was saved and set free By your written word By your spoken word By the word and song God God we thank you for all of our listeners In the north, south, east, and west God we cast our cares upon you Knowing that you care for us We know God that you're touched by The feeling of our infirmities God we know that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright. We know that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. We stand on your word, God, because it cannot and it will not fail. Heaven and earth can pass away, but your word will not fail. It cannot fail, and you're not a man that you should lie. Neither are you the son of man that you should repent. We thank you, repent. We thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on Calvary for us. We thank you that you shed your blood for the remission of our sins. God, we thank you. If we had 10,000 tongues, we could not thank you enough. God, meet the need of, of your people, God. Search, your, search their hearts, God. You know our hearts' desires, God. You know things that, that others don't know. You know the secrets of man's heart. You know what's in our minds. You know what's in our, our hearts, God. And we ask you, God, if you would be kind just to grant our request, God, and we will let the world know that only you did it, that you, you deserve all the glory, honor, and praise. We thank you and we praise you because you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worked within us. Somebody today was downhearted but encouraged them to pursue and recover all. God, we thank you that we are able to go to you with all of our problems and all our cares, we thank you that you are a prayer-answering God. And if and the enemy tries to tell us any different, God, God, we thank you because we know that you are able. We thank you, and we cast down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of you. Satan, the Lord, rebukes you. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Praise the Lord right where you are.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.